Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week's episode is actually a continuation of an interview from last week with Cam Rowland. What he was talking about last week was five tips for working with investors in order to try and raise some money and a little bit on lease options and rent to own. This week, we're going to be talking more on uh, RSP investments and how to make a non-performing asset into a performing asset. Without further ado, here you are. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Cam Rowland. Thanks so much, Glenn, for having me on. It's great to be here. You mentioned RSP investing. I don't want to go too deep into this because I want to have a whole episode on that because I, sure. it's I, it's such a hot topic for so many people because that's where a lot yeah. of their money is tied up in. Yeah. Um, let's just do it a, a brief rundown of how you can make that work for like a rent to own uh, your your rent to own situation. So, are you talking about an investor or a rent to own client? I was thinking for you know what there's there's both sides actually. I was thinking from the investor side. Yeah. But for we, sure. could, we could tackle both, actually. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 more limited for a rent-to-own client because um, uh, you know they can use their RSPs when they actually go to purchase it like as home, a down payment. The, the first-time home buyers. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah, so that's an angle for them. Um, but yeah, for the investors, it's a great tool for uh, you know for those who want to have a more active control of their funds because most people have no clue where their funds are. Um, they think they might get X returns and, and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, for the RSP investor, uh, they've got to be self-directed, which means that they've got to be with a trustee that is registered with the, with the CRA, of course. And um, there are three across Canada that I'm aware of. There is there's Olympia Trust out of Calgary that I do most of my stuff with. There's a B2B mortgage. I think they still do uh, self-directed RSPs. And there's also Canadian Western Bank. So TDE used to do it. They got out of the business uh, about three, four years ago. But basically what it is is, um, you know, so if you've got funds, let's say you've got $100,000 um, and uh, you you put them in um, – uh, you put them in Olympia Trust, and now they're in a self-directed RSP account, right? So you never take the funds out. People say, so how do I get the funds out and put them in? It's like, no, no, no. Imagine it has a cloud, right? This R, this, this, this CRA regulated cloud that it, go, like, that it stays in the cloud. You never actually touch the money, but you can direct where it goes, and that's where Olympia Trust comes in. So if you've got $100,000 sitting with Olympia Trust, you can now say, okay, I want to invest it in this real property in Canada. And um, in so Olympia Trust has got, a, has got a, a list of criteria that you've got to abide by. And it's a fairly, fairly simple um, list. And it's just a way of uh, securing money you know, in a property. So you have your money in your RSP. Mm-hmm. You have your 100 grand you're talking about. Yep. Can you then, I know that you can put it into like a mortgage, right? You can yep. be, be the mortgage and they'll do the yep. appraisal and everything. But can you just give that money to a person to invest? Um, it might well, not be your specialty because you're into rental. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I've done, I've done, uh, I've done a ton of RSPs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the expert, but I've, I've done lots. But um, yeah, but it's got to be tied to a property. So I've done that before, where 
someone has lent me money, secured it on this property over here, yep. and the lawyer cuts me a check because I'm the owner. And so it's it's like a line of credit uh, that way. Or, yeah, a line of credit or a second or something, right? Yeah, a second. or th You can do a first, second, or third. Um, you can, uh, like Olympia Trust will let you do 100% loan to value of the property. And, but yeah, so whether or not you're using it to purchase or if you're just putting a second. So if I want to put a second on my house with your $100,000, uh, then literally once it goes through Olympia Trust, the lawyer set that up, the lawyer cuts me a check minus the fees. Now I've got this, I've got the money. Now I've got to be responsible with it. Obviously, if I squander that, uh, you're protected because it's in my property. Right. And uh, but really what I'm now doing with it is I'm taking that money and I'm I'm investing it. I'm using it physically so I can give you returns and hopefully make a profit for myself as well. And when you say give them returns, you're really making payments to like Olympia Trust to exactly the trustee. You're exactly. not paying. The people don't actually get any money. They're completely That's hands right. off. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we talked about how it works for the investor and we talked about how it works for the uh, tenant rent owner, how does yeah. it work for you? How do you how do you make money in the whole process? Mm. So you're talking about lease options, rent to own. Yes. Yeah, great question. I mean, that's uh, how much how much time you got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that I I love about real estate and lease options is um, there are so many different angles you can do this stuff and. You know, it's a lot about problem solving. It's a lot about being creative and making profit in a variety of ways. And so, you know, for me, my business is, um, you know, structuring deals that helps families get into home ownership and help investors uh, make good returns or great returns on their investment. And I make money in the process. So um, there's a variety of different ways to do it. There's, you know, people will talk about tenant first rent own or property first tenant uh, property first rent owns and uh, so tenant first is where you find a qualified tenant you go out and find them a property where property first is you got this property and you go hey rent own buyers here is a property for you do you like it or no and I've uh, I've done both I have done more on the the property first and um, so I do a lot of what's called uh, sandwich leases, and that's where uh, there's three parties involved, kind of what I talked about. So yeah. there is a, a rent-to-own client, a tenant buyer, yeah. and then there's myself, my company, and then I've got the owner of the property. Yeah. Now, whether that owner has owned it for five years and he's pulling his hair out and he says, uh, Cam, can you help me unload this property because I can't do it? Uh, that way or where I meet up with an investor who says love what you're doing let's buy a property together so both of those examples are sandwich leases because I've got a third party who physically owns title of the property and so really what that does it enables me to quote-unquote buy as many properties as I want to because um, in that process through the paperwork that I have uh, technically I have control of that paper, uh, excuse me, I have control of the property once the paperwork is done. So Bob, the investor, will own the property, but through our paperwork, and Bob knows exactly what I'm doing, I'm not trying to pull any fast ones on him, um, but 
basically Bob releases control of the property to me through our paperwork and enables me to then do a lease option with a tenant buyer to help them get into home ownership. So, so Bob, the investor, likes it because it's hands off for uh, for them, but they're getting you know monthly cash flow and they're getting great returns. Um, and I love it because I picked up another property with a hundred bucks. Literally, I secure that deal with the investor with a hundred dollars through. I've got basically three contracts that I use with them, and uh, I now control the property. So. Um, one of my blog articles, not sure if you've seen that, but I talk about how uh, I acquired over 40 properties in five years uh, with really using none of my own money. I mean, 40 times $100, so $4,000, but, you know, basically, you know, net value of or or gross value of, of $10 million for those properties. So that's a pretty sweet deal when you're looking to grow your portfolio quickly but maybe you can't get um, a ton of mortgages with a bank or this just speeds up the process. So that's okay. really what I do. Gotcha. Okay, so you're in Winnipeg, correct? So yep. I'm not really familiar with the Winnipeg sort of area. So if someone wanted to do this with you, what's sort of just an average typical deal? Like how much money are they going to have to come up with? Um, it's sort of just, a, just a super, super sure. general one. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, the average house price here in Winnipeg now is at 300 grand. And so if an investor wants to invest and do a deal here, um, basically they got to put down 20% yep. plus closing costs. So typically about 22% of the purchase price. And, um, you know, we, we do up some paperwork and uh, we talk about the exit strategy, you know, that pro forma, you know, walk through that with them. And basically, once they've bought it and we get a, a tenant buyer in the property, I'm paying them rent on a monthly basis. And then after about three or four years, I'm purchasing the property back off the investor. And that's when they get their investment back and the remainder of their return. Okay. Interesting. I mean, there's there's so much I to talk about. I talk about for an hour, probably a couple hours. Yeah, you know, I mean... You know, um, I would say that one of the things about lease options is I think I think every real estate investor should know how to do a lease option strategy well, because what you're able to do with that is you're able to take a underwater, underperforming uh, property and through adding the, the, the lease option contracts and how it's structured, um, you can you can take an underwater property and turn it into a cash flow property, um, you know because the rental and clients typically look after the uh, the repairs on the property. Uh, they've got a significant chunk of money down, so you don't have any you know awkward, uh, some uh, vacancy rates. Excuse me, yeah. and um, so you know I've helped I've helped uh, people who come to me. It's like I've got two mortgages. Uh, the mortgages are worth more than the property. It's currently vacant. I'm underwater. Need your help. And uh, you know, some people I've they've taken my contracts and implemented it themselves, or I've I've helped and literally I've had investors we've met at Starbucks, literally slide a ball of keys across the table to me because uh, I was taking over uh, four properties of his, and he's like, "Thank you. I don't know what all these keys are for." but I trust you'll figure it out. And so, you know, if he had that skill, 
uh, he could have done it himself. And so, you know, for any investor who does this, and I've done this on, on single families and duplexes, you can do it on triplexes, you can do it on land. Uh, lease options are variable, powerful. It's, it's all about the option. And it's just super powerful tool that, um, you know, any investor should know how to do it well and do it correctly and have that tool in their toolkit to be able to do effectively. And so do you, do you teach this? Is it, is it a course or do you just do a mentorship? Yeah. So I, I do uh, teach a six-week webinar for people who basically I teach them everything they need to know to do one deal. And uh, because once you know how to do one deal, you can duplicate it, right? It's like riding a bike. And um, but yeah, so that is something I do offer. Excellent. Might be something, some way to boost my Canadian stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what you're saying right there is a is a perfect example of why lease options are so good because uh, you know lease options work in an up market and a down market. I mean, Winnipeg, we've been having like. We're not an up-up market the way we were five years ago. But even five years ago, it still worked now. Um, you know, like in a down market, it, it works well and becomes a great exit strategy for for investors who have multiple properties. Because you know what it's like when you've got a rental property and there's a tenant in there, for sale sign goes up in front. You know, you, you communicate with them, but they're, they're like, look, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're either starting to look or they're locking the doors and making it very difficult for the realtor yeah. to come in and show the place, right? So the lease option strategy, built-in strategy, um, maybe not with your current tenant that's in there, but often it can. Now you don't have to show the property. You don't have to fix it up to get it ready for open houses. You don't have the stress of the tenant leaving all of a sudden. And now uh, you don't have the you know, the realtor fees. And I'm all for realtor fees when you need to do it. That's fine. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm not knocking realtors. I'm just saying this is a particular way for someone who owns a bunch of properties to systematically go through the properties and apply the lease option to it to unload their properties. And it's just kind of like it's 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 smooth that way. I'm I'm very interested. I'm Cam, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way to do so? Yeah, uh, probably two ways. Uh, my website is creativeinvestor.ca, and uh, so you can contact me through there, as well as I'm on Facebook, and uh, my Facebook uh, page is Creative Investor. It's at Creative Invest on Facebook. You'll find me there. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time, Cam, and I'm sure we'll uh, talk again very shortly. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it.